This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the How to Become a Pro Wrestler podcast. We are delivering free pro wrestling training in podcast form every single Thursday. My name is John. I'm sitting here with Aaron. Aaron, what is up, man? Hey, John. I am excited to be here once again recording in the studio, and I'm excited about this topic, man. This is one of the things as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and business owner running a lot of things that this just gets me pumped up. Absolutely. So today, guys, we are going to talk about why your merch table sucks. How you're going to set yourself apart from everyone else selling their t-shirts, their keychains, their merchandise, their 8x10s, their tables in general at shows. Why they're making money and why you're not making money. But first off, I want you guys to head on over to Facebook. I want you to search for How to Become a Pro Wrestler. I want you to join our private Facebook group. Drop your email in there. You get free pro wrestling training delivered to your inbox every single week just by giving us your email address. You can go to that group. Talk to us about all of these episodes. Tell us what you think you need to do to succeed at the merch table. So let's dive right into it. So here we go, guys. You can't sell your merch, right? You don't know how to get fans to buy it. You don't know what designs are going to sell. You can't afford to buy the merch. You can't work your table to sell. The venue doesn't give you enough space. So basically, you're getting next to nothing for your performance. And I hear way too much of that nowadays, okay? You're already getting paid just hardly anything at all. So you can't afford to go to these shows and make nothing at your merch table, right? You've got to earn some money for your craft. And a lot of times, the way to get that money that you need is from your merch table. So let's talk about some preparation. Okay, so do you have a lot of merch, first off? Do you have a lot of stuff? Before we get into what it is and, all, and what, what we think you need at your merch table, ask yourself, do I have a lot of stuff? Do I have a ton of different t-shirt designs? Do I have a ton of different little knickknacks and whatnot? Maybe if you know you're going to take up a lot of space, like let's say if you're going to take, take up a full-size table, then maybe you call ahead or email ahead, text ahead, whatever you need to do, and you actually ask the promoter, hey, what's the merchandise situation? Because if you don't, I've seen this happen before. I've seen guys show up to shows and, and drag in their, you know, those giant Rubbermaid tubs just full of merchandise and whatnot, ready to sell, ready to set up, ready to sell. And the promoter says, ooh, we actually don't really have a lot of space for merch, so um, I'm going to need you to not take up more than this or that. Or, hey, yeah, um, I hope you brought your own table because we don't really have any extra tables to give you. So... Is there going to be room? Will there be tables provided for you? Maybe, as long as you call ahead, you can make sure you're going to have that space. You can give the promoter kind of a heads up, like, hey, I got a guy coming in that really wants to sell some stuff. Better be sure there's some extra room. I do need to make time to, uh, maybe the promoter thinks nobody's selling anything. I don't need to set aside much room for table stuff. That'll give him kind of the heads up. And here's another thing that I've, I've done in the past myself if I know that I'm not going to have a table, if I call a promoter, text a promoter, and they tell me, yeah, we're not really going to have any extra tables for you, I will invest in one of those small, collapsible tables that fold right in half. They have a handle. You can carry them with you, walk in the door with them, and set all my merch up on that table. For sure. The other thing I would add to that is location. Sure. Like, if you know you're going to get a table, yeah. where's the merch table? Where's the area located mm -hmm. at? And how can you get the best spot? Right. Like, 
Right, absolutely. And I like to – so, guys, when you show up to shows, and we've talked about in the past, you know, the first thing you kind of need to do respectfully is introduce yourself to everybody, shake hands, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already. But get your merch stuff set up ASAP, okay? So get right to it. Maybe find out the location, like Aaron just said, of the merch stuff. Drop your containers off right there. Go make your rounds. Say hello. Introduce yourself to everybody. Hey, guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to go set up my merch. Get there early enough to give yourself time, especially if you've got a lot of stuff. Get out there. Set it up so you're not rushing at the very end, right before the doors open and the bells ring to get your stuff set up properly. Because you want to set it up. You want to have it looking nice. You want fans to enjoy their experience at your merch table. For sure. And I, I've been to a lot of the indie shows uh-huh. recently, and I've yet to see a merch area set up that's really convenient for all fans to get to. Right. Usually, if you're one on one side, you're going to have to walk all the way, mm-hmm. the way around. You're going to have to walk through some, you know, some metal yeah. chairs to be able to get over to it. Right. So... Um, it that, becomes... I, I, I'm afraid that... That at least, and we're talking locally in our our area. Not everybody's the same, but um, it becomes kind of an afterthought sometimes. I believe for certain promoters, they're not as concerned with wrestlers selling their own merchandise and making money that way as they are for selling tickets for their show. That's where they're making their yeah, money. Yeah, for so, sure. And I understand that, yeah. but you know, and, and we don't. You don't want to step on anybody's toes. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, sometimes if this is how you make your money, you can always make healthy suggestions. Hey, maybe we need to set the merchandise up over here. Now you come off at the risk of 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 being one of those guys, right? Where they, where they're like, hey, you need to set your show up this way. But if you're familiar with the promoter, if you're comfortable with the promoter, if you've called, spoke ahead of time, all that good stuff, it might be a good thing. Hey, can we set our merch up over here? It'll be a lot easier for fans to get to. I have been to a couple of companies where what they would do is they would actually set the merchandise tables up outside of the main room where the wrestling ring was where fans were lining up to buy tickets. Yeah. So as fans stood in line to purchase tickets, they could shop for merchandise simultaneously because mm-hmm. they would be set up there. So maybe a similar situation to that, something to where, like Aaron said, maybe it's on one side of the building. If your tickets are on the other side, it's a little inconvenient. Um, you know, understand it's not WWE. You can't have multiple merchandise stands everywhere. That, that's just not going to fly. However, you could have it in a more convenient location that's either in the middle or in a place where everyone coming in already walks right by it. Yeah. So a lot of good things, a lot of stuff you need to think about when you're setting up your merch. Um, you need to think about the lighting in the arena. So a lot of wrestling shows turn off the main lights and just put a ring light on where it's focused. Oh, the only thing that's lit up is the ring. The fans are kind of dark. In that situation, if you're trying to get people to buy your merchandise and you're in the dark, that's something you may need to invest in. You may need to invest in, in even if it's, if it's not just flashlights. I've been to some shows where whoever is, if you have someone helping you out at your merch table, which is always a blessing, like somebody helping you out sell your merch for you, just has a freaking headlamp on their head. Like, it's kind of nice. It's kind of cool. They, you know, if, as long as they have a good personality and they make it fun and everything, they kind of help you out with, with, with even just flashlights or headlamp or something. But you can always invest in those small little table lights. Set it up right in the middle of your table. I mean, you're going to need power and stuff at that point. But that's typically not an issue if you're set up against a wall or something. Yeah. So... There's a lot of things to think about when you're buying your merch. Like, where can you buy merch from? How much does it cost? These are things that, especially when you're first getting started... You know, what's what's the first great investment? The thing that most wrestlers go for right off the bat, of course, is, oh, man, I want T-shirts, right? Wrestlers want T-shirts. They want T-shirts bad. And I, I totally understand that. Um, when I first got started, here's something that I did. I essentially 
went to Amazon and I searched for things like novelty sunglasses, party sunglasses, because I had a very arrogant character and I was looking for something flashy that would kind of set me apart. And I found these, these pretty neat sunglasses that you could buy in bulk. And I started wearing them to the ring. Always. And it was kind of a throwback to like Bret Hart. So what I kind of mm -hmm. thought of always with Bret Hart and whatnot. I wore these different sunglasses. I, you, you know, I had multiple colors and I would match them. To, if I was wearing blue gear, I'd wear blue ones. If I was wearing pink gear, I'd wear pink ones. You know, you get the idea. And I would always wear those to the ring every single night. I would give away the pair that I wore on my face just to someone in the crowd, toss them to the crowd, whatever. But then you sell them at your merch yeah. table in all different colors. And I got those things on Amazon, bulk pricing. I mean, just really cheap to where you could end up selling them for less than $5 and make plenty of money on them. Yeah. So those are, you know, you looking at places like that, party stores, bulk stores, Amazon, anything like that that sell those big surplus items, but get something, and we're gonna, I'm going to get really into this here in a little bit, get something, please, that fits your character. Like I said, I had an arrogant character, always wore sunglasses to the ring anyway, mm -hmm. so I thought, well, why don't I just, instead of wearing my Ray-Bans or whatever, let me just get some sunglasses that I can actually sell and merchandise. So, guys, think about your character when you're purchasing your merch. T-shirts might not always be the first thing you need to get. Maybe it's something you need to work up to because they, they can be a pretty costly investment, especially if you, say, purchase the wrong sizes or something. Something I've always done with T-shirts is a pre-order because I want, to, I want people to pre-order my T-shirts. Mm -hmm. That way, I already have an idea of what sizes I need because you, know, you don't want to order a ton of you know, large and then everyone needs an extra large and you don't have any. And then you get stuck with a, a, you know, a dozen large that you can't sell. That's something that you always have to think of. So please put some thought into buying t-shirts and whatnot. Um, another thing you think about at your merch table is having money. Okay, guys? Having money. I'm going to get into other options, okay? Because there are other ways to take payment not associated with cash and change. But please always have enough change, guys. This goes right back to what we've talked about in the past with having your own wrist tape, having your own Sharpies, all that good stuff. You do not want to be the guy, or you don't want your 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 vendor, if you have someone selling your stuff for you, to be the person who has to go from table to table begging for change from other vendors. That's never a fun thing to do, guys, so please don't be that person. All right, I'm going to move on a little bit. I want to talk about presentation. I want to talk about the actual setup of your table, of your station. So let's talk about organizing your merch. I want you to organize things, okay? Let's Let's... Take, for instance, let's say you have a few different items. Let's say you have a t-shirt, say you have sunglasses and eight by tens, okay? Please organize these things, guys. Don't just dump these t-shirts out on the table in a pile. Don't have them just rolled up, laying there to where no one can see the design on them. Please organize your merch. Fold them nice and carefully. Set them in nice, clean rows. Put your sunglasses in between those and then set up your eight by tens. Have it nice, have it look presentable, have it prepared before fans enter the building. I don't need fans walking in with their tickets, looking around and seeing you digging through cardboard boxes or Rubbermaid tubs, trying to get your stuff up and ready for them. It should already be set up because you got there early, like we've talked about before. Get there early, guys, get there early. You want neat displays. Even if you only have one t-shirt, I've done that before. I've, I've gone to shows and all I've had to sell is one t-shirt design. You know, maybe I've had plenty of them, but I've only had one. So I took that t-shirt, I took the space that I needed, and that's another point that I think I have later in this conversation, but 
please, if you only have one design, let's say you got one t-shirt to sell, that's it. You do not need to take up a seven foot table with your one t-shirt. Do not cover a table. Please be courteous to the rest of the performers at the show. Take your shirt, take the space that you need, which is probably gonna be about the size of two t-shirts laying side by side, spread them out. You can hang it from a hanger and on the front of the table. I used to do that all the time. I would hang one shirt on the front of the table and I'd hang one shirt on the wall behind me if at all possible to where they could see it. And then I would just lay the other ones in perfectly folded squares on the table with prices visible. But some other things you can do. In, first of all, invest in something. Even when you're talking about your hangers that you hang your, your stuff on, please invest in something nice, guys. It's not too difficult to, to go to the, the department store or wherever you might go, a big bulk store like Walmart or something, and just buy a big bundle of nice, fresh hangers. Don't just drag the old, twisted ones from your house out to the wrestling show. It really does make a difference, guys. Nice. It seriously makes a difference. Um, some you know, uh, uh, some freaking fans might actually want you to give them the hanger like some stores do. You can give them the hanger as well. Invest in just a big bulk package of cheap hangers. As long as they're clean and new, that's great. But something something else you can do if you really want to get into it. Let's say you're, you're, you're doing good at your t-shirt sales, right? You really want to invest in yourself and you want to make yourself look more presentable. You can think about something like those grid wall panels. Aaron's actually introduced me to stuff like this before. So you get these grid wall panels. They stand up on their own. They're easy to hang merchandise from. And Aaron and I have talked about maybe sometimes you don't even need a table. If you're investing in t-shirts and that's the primary thing you have, even if the other thing you have is 8x10s, you could hang your freaking 8x10s from these grid wall panels. Mm -hmm. And you can hang this stuff up on your nice hangers, you can have tons up, not take up any more space than, than you know the, the width of your shoulders, mm -hmm. and you don't even need a table. No worry there, guys. No worry. You're, you're not taking up any extra space. You didn't have to drag, like earlier I mentioned, dragging in a foldable table. Maybe you just drag in this. Maybe this is what you carry with you. And there's all different versions out there that you can bring. Other simple things that you can have, you could have a banner. I've had banners in the past. It's not too expensive, guys, especially if you're making a few bucks to invest in some banners for your character to where you can hang on the front of your table. Maybe the banner has a picture of your t-shirt. Maybe it just has your logo. Maybe it just has your name. Maybe it has the prices. There's all different things you could have. You could just put your logo and your and your your image or your face or your character's name on there just so you're, you can use it multiple times even if you switch designs on your t-shirts. That's fine. That's great. Get something that you can invest in. Keep it nice. That's another thing, guys. When you invest in things like banners and whatnot and your T-shirts and all your stuff in that general, at the end of the night, when it's time to get out of there, please don't just kick it all down and shove it in a box and throw it back in your vehicle. Let it get ripped up, tore up, wadded up, folded wrong, just creased up, all that stuff. Keep your stuff in line, in order, break it down properly, put it away properly to where it's easy to unload at the next show because you're a business, right? You're a traveling business and you need to invest in yourself and take care of all your stuff. Here's something else I don't want you to do. Do not, do not bring out old used grocery store, be it Walmart, be it anywhere bags and put your stuff in it. Please guys, okay? Please don't give that to customers. You are not a flea market, okay? You are a business. You are a professional wrestler. And that's what I really want to get across to you, okay? Put the P in professional, okay? You're a pro wrestler. That's what this is about. How to become a pro wrestler. That's what we want you to do. And it is not professional to reuse these grocery bags, especially if, guys, I've seen it, okay? That's why I bring these things up. I've seen the dirty 
grocery bags, people using them. No fan wants a nice new, brand new, clean t-shirt that they paid 20 bucks for stuffed into a dirty grocery bag that, that has whatever in it. Right. All right, guys, there are things you can do. You can buy, you can purchase plain bags. That That's a thing, right? Is that anything? A lot of guys don't think about that. You can get plain bags, be it like reusable. Like, you know, like imagine like the reusable grocery bags. They have those, but also they have plain plastic bags that you can get. And you can do something simple. I have a friend, and one of the coolest things that he ever introduced me to is the fact that he has a stamp, like an ink stamp logo that he uses, and he stamps his merchandise with it. His 8x10s, when you want... An autograph when you want anything like that his his bags when he puts his stuff in bags and gives them to two customers his t-shirts when they want the t-shirt sleeve signed he just stamps it with his ink logo that's so cool guys that is a cool thing that you can invest in for yourself that's a unique experience that i don't see enough wrestlers using as a matter of fact i've only seen one use it i would love to see more of that out there it's a great idea so an, uh, something i have seen a lot of wrestlers invest in is smaller items like like, um, let's say like stickers, um, you know, buttons. I've seen a lot of buttons out there as well. These are great small items that you can sell on your table for, for whatever, you know, maybe you're selling them for three bucks or something. Put those in the area. So this is something that, that, that Aaron and I talked about before as well. This is a great idea. Let's say you've got your merch table. Let's say you got all your merchandise set up. Designate one end of your merch table as the area where you bring your customer to check them out, right? That's pretty simple, right? Even if you've just got your, your five-foot, seven-foot table, whatever it is, maybe one end of it is where you just, hey, we walk down here with me? Just like at a cash register at a grocery store, okay? And right there in that spot where you're taking their cash, because that's where you've got your, let's say that's where you got your cash bag, your lockbox. Maybe that's where you've got your, your card swiper for their, for their debit card. Right there in that area is where you've got a load of those small items, stickers, buttons, tiny things like that. Even those sunglasses I was talking about wouldn't be a terrible item to put there. Smaller ticket items where, yes, you're selling them there for three, five bucks, but hey, what's up guys? You bought these t-shirts today, that's awesome. With t-shirts, we're selling these for 250. We're selling them for two bucks. Whatever you wanna do, okay? To where you're giving them a little bit of discount and you're adding a little bit more value to your sale and you're still making money because you didn't pay much for these items, right? Those things do not cost that much. So that's just another great thing that you can have for your fans to give them a little bit more custom items, custom stickers with your logo on it. Not hard to get done, buttons as well. Awesome little additions to all your sales. Give them a little discount if they buy a t-shirt. And here's a great idea that I do not ever, ever see enough of. I've only seen it just a couple times locally. Have something like, like the ultimate fan box, okay? So what that is, is you bring out a box, and yes, I want you to bring out something, or it could be one of those bags that you've stamped, because it looks nice, it's not a Walmart bag, and with this box, or this ultimate fan bag, whatever you want to call it, they get a t-shirt, they get a sticker, button patch, autograph picture, or whatever other merchandise you're selling, guys, all together for, for a combined price, right? You put one price on the whole box. Like, hey, yeah, you can get the shirt for this price, but if you do like all those other items, check this out and offer them this item as well. Make it an experience for them. Make them know that you've thought about it, that you've actually given put some thought into what you want to offer them and you're trying to offer them more value and more ways to represent you, the character, the business, the pro wrestler.
Yeah, because I mean, as a fan, you're coming for the experience of the show, right? Sure. But if you can get an extra experience at that merchandise table, interacting with the performer, with the wrestler, that's great. And if you can get that that fan box or that little extra piece sure. at a discount, it's, it's just going to make the experience better. Even I was as you were talking, I was thinking about this. You know, say you've bought a lot of merch and not everything's selling, and you have a you know you have like five different style stickers. Sure. Uh, stuck together. Right. Man, put that together as a, in a bag and say, hey, man, we got this five-pack of stickers. Yep. And, and give it a price and move that stuff. Get rid of it, yeah. guys. You bought it. Maybe it didn't work out. Maybe people, maybe they're not flying off the shelf like you thought they would. Okay, let's let's pivot. Let's pivot, okay? Let's, let's combine them like Aaron said. Let's put a price on them. Let's move them, right? Let's move them, move them out, and bring in some more merch later, you know? Keep them moving. Keep them going. Keep them happy. All right, guys, head on over to Facebook. Please type in How to Become a Pro Wrestler in the search bar. Find our private Facebook group. Give us a join. You can talk about all the stuff we just spoke about and all the cool things that I'm about to talk about right after this. So, all right, guys, please follow us also on Instagram, Facebook, at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Give us a like. Give us a follow. If you're listening to this podcast, you're enjoying what you're hearing, like, review, subscribe. Give us a listen on Spotify. Give us a listen on Apple and anywhere else that you hear your podcast. Hey guys, Coach John here. I'm going to jump in and put a pin in this episode for this week. Aaron and I sit at the table and discuss your merch table for almost an hour. And there's a lot of crucial information involved. I think that you've gotten a great bit of information this week. And what I really want you to do is digest, sit and let it sink in everything that we've talked about thus far. And come on back next week where we will have part two of why your merch table sucks. And for Aaron, I'm John, and thank you for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event, and don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.